The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. We're off to outer space. We're leaving Mother Earth to save the human race. Our star blazers. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe slash 70s anime podcast. <laughs> yes, we've done Maya the Bee recently, and now we're doing a different show in that same vein. It's bee-themed this episode. <laughs> Star Blazers is the show, and I am Ray Stacanus. I am Robert Clark Chan. I'm Ellie Mary O'Connell! I introduced myself this yeah, time. Yeah, here's the deal. I mean, being a knowing super all-star at this point... And being our uh, stepmom. Mm-hmm, um. You're the Jay Leno of this show. You're oh, the, no. the guest host, the sort of permanent guest host. That's fine. I have a lot of cars, and I'm very mm-hmm. rich. Mm-hmm. That's an improvement on my current life. But you got to wear flannel <laughs> suits. Uh, okay. Uh, he, was on, okay. he was on WTF uh, uh, this pretty recently, and it's... It went about as as you expected it. You, you would expect it to? Like, I assume well. Uh, I mean... He's an old school respected comedian who only the most recent generation decided to disrespect. I mean, he's he's a legit real. I mean, sorry, Jay Leno haters of the world. The guy is established. I mean, he 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 cut his teeth in strip clubs, and the idea of doing political comedy when people just want to see boobs and still finding your way through Wait, success—that's Jay Leno's like uh, uh, origin story. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, that's that's not. What it's hundred percent true. What? No, what? No, that's not. The, that's not why people are mad at him. No, no, I know that's not why people are mad at him. But that's why I respect him. I mean, sh- there are plenty of road dogs out there who just do the same fifteen Je- minutes for thirty years. Jesse James, uh, and the badass Billy Gunn. Yes, Thank they you. do a they do a tag. To, the, they, what? I don't even. Ugh. The new anyway, age outlaws, everybody. Thank you. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know. It's. It's. It's not great. He's. He, he's. Like the 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 dictionary definition of white entitlement. Like he that's just, fine. He he has so much money and he doesn't care that he screwed over people. Uh, his his refrain is it's just business. It's just business. I don't have anything personal against these people that I you know stabbed in the back and what all. It's just business. That's fair. Um, but again, it, an improvement on my current life. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right now she just stabs people in the back and doesn't have cars. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I, she doesn't even gain anything from it. She just stabs yeah. people in the back for like literally no reason at all. I'm a because monster. It's business. It's business. <laughs> it's business. Oh yes, it is strictly business. <laughs> um, guys, Star Blazers, Chan. Why? Normally, we don't have a guest this week. Yeah, we are guest enough for all of you. <laughs> I, Chan, so you you decided we were doing Star Blazers. I the show did. you've talked about wanting to do for a long time. Uh, yes, and it was actually because of um, uh, one of our uh, uh, fans on Twitter, um, big uh, at Jace. Big Lob. Yeah. yeah. He was talking about Star Blazers and talking about uh, because we we watched My the Bee and we were talking about like old anime and you know he was saying like Star Blazers is is just terrible and I was like you know what no 
let's do this. Let's just do this now. Let's find a Star Blazers. We're going to get a Star Blazers. <laughs> and I did it like I would normally do because I remember very little about it. But this yeah. is like one of my earliest uh, cartoon memories. Oh, wow. Like when I was like five years old, was I was watching this. This episode or just this show? This show. Okay. And it was my life. I mean, it, wow. was, it was just, it was it was to, to me what G.I. Joe was to you. That's fair. Uh, it was um, just so formative and just like the giant uh uh monsters and the ship and the you know, the reflex gun and then the the uh so all of this jazz and the pilots with the hair and so does this mean you're going to get together with uh Doug Benson and, a, and another pot comedian and do Star Blazers podcast no. blazing with Star Blazers no. get really high and Stop. then watch every episode of Star Blazers Why are you doing this with marijuana themed comedians this doesn't make any sense very insensitive I'm allergic I- to marijuana and I'm offended <laughs> <laughs> I am allergic to marijuana but I'm not offended I'm always offended at Ray <laughs> well I can't fight that <laughs> Um, so why did you pick uh, a stop at B Land? Was it just that name was? Oh just yeah, amazing? definitely because <laughs> it was great. I this is what I normally do is I just go through until I find a name. I was like, oh, this looks like it's going to be awful. Uh, and <laughs> fair, sure enough, it was awful, bonkers, wonderful. I will I will say this. Um, this this episode was crazy bananas. Um, yes, <laughs> in exactly the sort of way that is good for this show. Yes. And like this is uh, w- like what what is happening here. Um, and it doesn't highlight, I think, a lot of the things that I probably did enjoy, uh, which is the more Star Warsy kind of you know space battles and you know shoot 'em ups that kind of thing. No. Uh, there's very little of that. Question I have, uh, and you can maybe answer this for me because I have done no research into what is Star Blazers. Sure. Now, is Star Blazers pretending or trying to be Robotech, or was Robotech trying to be Star Blazers? Robotech was trying to be Star Blazers. Okay, fair, fair, fair uh, enough. Because there are so many similarities. Yes. Uh, between the two so. shows, it's it's it. If that's the case, that Robotech is just Star Blazers done sideways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it uh, it was done. Uh, also. Bear in mind that both of those shows, uh, but also especially this one, was a cartoon series yeah. called Space Battleship Yamato, and then some Americans got a hold of it and went choppy choppy yeah. and cut cut and and you know uh, flip some stuff around to sort of make sense once they cut out the bits. Like uh, for example, there's a scene in here where uh, Nova just like freaks out, like they're in the cafeteria and she like freaks out and then runs out. Yes. And uh, early on, kind of like, what, what was that about? Like, you know, like she, like some guys are laughing or something. And all of a sudden she just gets crazy. Uh, What happened, what they cut out was uh, the robot whooshing by her, blowing up her dress, showing her panties to the entire room. And then she freaks out and runs off, which makes total sense. But when you cut that part out, then it's just, you know, then they have to add like some weird dialogue that he like keeps calling her cutie or something like that. And that's why she flips out. Yeah, there were a couple moments, I think, towards the end of this episode where just things made no sense whatsoever. And Mm -hmm. in my head, I'm like, that is a product of the of the dubbing and people just not caring enough to make stuff make sense, I think, or uh, something. For the most part, they cared, but it was a matter of like, we can't put this in because it violates standards in America, and now we have to figure out how to, like, write the story so it sort of... just feel like they could have just written anything different to justify some of the choices and some of the things happening on screen, and they did not do a very good job of that. Yeah. We'll we'll get to it when we get there, but can we we start... Uh, With the most amazing 
theme song oh, yeah. in uh, the hell world. Yeah. And it's it's roughly the same length as the rest of the episode. So uh buckle in. And you hear twice. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, in, its, I mean, in its entirety. The, no, the second time around they changed some of the words around. It's oh. like uh, the first one's like we're off to outer space, and the second one's like we're in outer space uh, and we're trying to save the earth. I and really then... picture this theme song as being like the nineteen seventies cosmonaut. Russian theme song because mm-hmm. it's got these. Can we just play some? Play Please. some. It's amazing. We're leaving Mother Earth to save the human race. Our star blazer. God, that is beautiful. And it's, uh, and it's here's the deal, guys. That theme song is one minute and 15 seconds long, <laughs> and they play it in its entirety, slightly changed, for another minute 15 at the end of the episode. Yeah. So when you, see, when you say they had to cut sequences and whatnot, I go, well, it wasn't for time. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, though. I still remember this goddamn song. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's so good. And, you know, yeah, for like, for like a six-year-old kid, like... Yeah, just give me more of this song because it makes me want to go out and fucking destroy. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to leave the earth right now. Yeah. Just yeah, upon I'm, hearing I'm it. just going to Mother school. Earth. I'm like, let's do math, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so in the, so they, they, they tell us they, uh, a little synopsis, the story of Star Blazers. And tell, yes. tell me how much I have this I get right. So Earth has been overly radioactive by... Uh, did you just make radioactive into a verb? I did. Successfully, and, and I might then add, conjugated it in the most awkward way possible. I mean, Chan, how long have you known has me? been overly radiated oh, by the Gamelons. They're evil. They're basically Zentradi. They're blue-skinned humans, yep. except they're not like ten times bigger than humans. Yep. Uh, so the Gamelons have irradiated Earth. Yep. There you go. Yeah. And uh, now it's going to be unlivable in one Earth year's time. Yes, there is a uh, Iskandar planet yes. that has. Magic beans that make radiation not work anymore. Correct. And they are offering them to Earth for free, but you got to come get them. Right. Because, you know, I'm not going to bring you the beans. Uh, not even, not even going to meet you halfway. Nope, I'm not meeting you in Simi Valley. <laughs> Look, you have the shit. They got to come get it. If someone is offering you a nice free couch... As as we yeah. say, it's sure like that's the equivalent. Like, you gotta go get it. Now, You're right. A, a and couch- that's that couch that's gonna save billions of lives. That's right, <laughs> literally billions. Here's the thing: I'm sure the Gamelons have been doing this to a lot of people. That's fair. Uh, so they got a lot of lot of people wanting them beings. They can't get everywhere. Can't <laughs> get everywhere. So and so the, the question that the show posits is: uh, Our heroes, the the Star Blazers, have now retrieved the beans from the. Uh, no, they're still going. Oh, they're still on the at way this at this point. point. Yes. The key is, they say, can they make up 140? 8,000 light years in one Earth year? Yeah. And I got a quick answer for you. No. No, they're going to die. No, they cannot. Uh, spoiler, they do. So there. Guys, uh, clearly <laughs> they don't because that's not possible <laughs> on any any frame of anything, especially when they're stopping on B-Land planets <laughs> for adventures. Uh, Guys, it doesn't seem possible. Here's one of those things that... Uh, fails in translation uh in japan the planet was called bimara which uh, i believe uh, the the planet that the gamelons come from is gamera i think and so there was you know like there's some pun punning in there but like the english writers just like uh fucking b-land 
Yeah, there's bees on it. And it's not even a land, it's a planet. It's a planet Uh, called Bee Land. Right, right. Which which hurts my soul. Like, in in Japanese, they're using an English loan word to make this word, which means something else. Yeah. Uh, And then, yeah, you translate it. If if you were the the fucking language that it was loaned from, do a little more work. Do a little, please. (sighs) They put all the writing budget into that one minute and 15 second theme song. That's right. Yeah. Here's the deal. Nailed it. If that's the case, uh, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Totally worth it. Totally (laughs) worth it. That paves over so many problems (laughs) with this script. As you're sitting there confused as to why about three or four different things happened that made no sense, as soon as that theme song at the end of the episode kicks in, you're like, no, I'm still on board. Oh, that's right. That's 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 right. Because it's fucking, oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. To leave the earth. It's amazing. Save the human race. <laughs> um, so uh, can we have, as the show begins I had very despite the theme song being rad my initial observations of the show were very negative sure uh, uh, the looping of this cafeteria scene to open the show this is some of the worst looping uh, uh, and looping for those guys who don't know is just like the background extras people come in and they do vo- voices because you don't want to pay the actors of that scene who are extras uh, so you actually pay somebody else to give, to speak for them. Mm-hmm. And so there's a cafeteria scene happening with just random conversations happening. Can we hear a little bit of that? Because it really upset me just how, how not, not of quality. <laughs> Dear Lord, that's like two or three people. <laughs> Just constantly talking over each other. <laughs> so it doesn't, it, one, it doesn't feel like a cafeteria, which would have like 50 people in it. <laughs> and two, it's completely nonsensical. And three, nobody's having a conversation. I, it's I everything do, about it upset me. I love that they're all talking into a solo cup for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really like the, the meat here at the place. Hey guys, uh, no, I really like that food. Yeah, I like food. Food's a thing I really like. I'm a, I'm a fan of food. Okay. I, I really <laughs> like. Like, what is happening? One, not even needed. They could have just kept music playing over it and just panned over and started the scene, and I would have been perfectly happy with that. They could have just continued with that theme song. Yes, just let the theme song extend another thirty seconds into the scene. Let it bleed into it. So. So we get to a, a lady in a dress. Her name is Nova, and she mm-hmm. walks into this place where they're all wearing like cosmonaut like onesies. Yeah, you know, no one suits. is wearing a dress except for her. Yeah, yeah. Also, I believe she's the only woman on the ship. Mm-hmm. So like an improv team. So, yep. so uh, <laughs> this of course, was the seventies, after yeah. all. <laughs> well, I mean, what are the odds that the one woman would like wear a dress where all the other people are and being like, "I'm not looking for attention." Don't look at me, guys. I just thought it'd be nice because I don't get to wear a dress very much because we're all wearing these cosmonaut onesies. I mean, it's fine. Sometimes, listen, here's the female perspective. <laughs> Sometimes you wake up and you're like, I don't want to wear pants today, but I got to go outside and talk to people. Yeah, and don't... so what you do is you wear a dress. Oh, interesting. Okay. And sometimes you're like, I feel bloated and gross, but I got to go out and talk to people. So what you do is you wear a dress. So Nova was feeling bloated and gross in this scene. And or didn't want to wear pants. Uh, To be clear, that is why I wear jorts. Uh, All of those things, 100%. Guys, I'm that wearing, is how I feel. I'm wearing jorts right now. God, now in, you know. Yeah. I'm the only one here not wearing jorts. You're an soon, idiot. What is... Soon, Ray. Soon. <laughs> Come to Nordstrom can, Rack with can me. I, can I tell you the uh, first ever wrestling match I had? Uh, uh, fresh out of wrestling school, 
I wore jorts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can see I wore jorts. Wait a minute. Was this, was this like John Cena era or? Uh, it was just pre John Cena era. I just didn't own the appropriate like stuff to wear yet, but I it was ready. It was my time, and I hadn't like gone out and bought the the singlet. You didn't bring your gear with you? No, I ha- that was my gear. Why did oh. I thought it was cool at the time? Ooh. Oh, right. guys, the early two thousands were a strange time for all of us. I was uh, entering middle school. God How's that make it. you feel? <laughs> uh, the same as it always makes me feel. Yeah. I mean, really awful. I was born in nineteen eighty nine. Let's not forget. <laughs> That is all upsetting. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so she's wearing a dress, and then yeah, the thing happens where uh, uh, she she for no reason at all, seemingly she maybe she's getting catcalled too much. She's getting too much attention. Mm. If I'm if I'm trying to put this together logically, Here. she runs off and is like, guys, this is weird. Bye. Here's the thing: everyone who ever watched this blinked at just the moment where the friggin' robot runs by and flips up her damn skirt. There you go. And because a, that this makes is sense. Japan, and that is that's a thing you do. Hmm. So we, we now cut to a, a, a robot, a very, he's clearly a robot. I mean, he's sort of the lost in space robot a little bit, maybe, a, but yeah, the anime a little, version. And a little bit R2, well, no, this is pre-R2-D2, so. Oh, yeah, huh? Uh, but yeah, yeah. But uh, he's got he's got treads. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's, he's cute. His game is IQ9. He's kind of the hero of this episode. And I mean, he is the protagonist. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know about hero. I, I mean, he's the hero. We'll give, yeah. He has hero mm. moments. We'll, we'll talk know. about he's it. He's Ray's hero. He's my hero. Uh, and yeah, so, he's a hero for MRA dudes out there everywhere. <laughs> what, is, what exactly is he? Is he like, is he suntanning? I didn't understand why he was sitting in lounge chairs with two other humans. Because he's a, because he's a human. He's, he's more human than human. So he's Rob uh, Zombie? As Rob Zombie would say. <laughs> That's fair. So he admits to these two other guys, I am way into Nova, mm-hmm. the one girl on the ship. I'm going to hit that. That's what he's basically saying. I know, well, he says, he says he wants to marry her. He says it in a weirder way. Like He's all like, I, I like her. We- I want to marry her. Oh. I want to marry her. I want to, which is also, this is how I court as well. So, I mean, this is fine. It worked once. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and they also talk about his 10,000 mile checkup. Like uh, oh something must be wrong with the robot he's exhibiting human emotions we have to you know look at look at this at his ten thousand mile checkup so uh, apparently he's a Ford Pinto I yeah. was gonna say Corolla but whatever and it's all the same <laughs> Corollas are reliable yes <laughs> just like IQ nine and his affections exactly uh, reliable reliably weird weirdly because um, I I looked up I was I was inter- I was interested in seeing what else you know. Uh, what else IQ nine through. has been in? Uh, in the scene, oh. I, I guess she f- uh, her skirt gets flipped up again. Again, um, welcome to Japan. <laughs> and if she's wearing that skirt because she's bloated, she's probably on her period. Oh, no, <laughs> should have been a little red spot. And if on she's the, the only female on the ship, do we think the tampon machines are like properly stocked? No, no. <sighs> Or they're all stocked always because he's the only one using them. Tampon technology back then was not what it is now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and yeah, and and then the weird thing was Captain Avatar. Um, it was like, well, uh, she she goes to complain about IQ nine. Uh, then she like shows that like how he uh, flipped up her skirt, oh, and okay. Avatar was like, well, uh, doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with him to me. And she's like, what the fuck? It's like, oh, no, never mind. I mean, yeah, we'll definitely get this checked out. So, yeah. Which is uh, weird. Avatar's a little skeeved, too. Knowing what happens in the next scene, that's all even weirder. That Okay, so 
We find out B-Land is a planet, and it's a planet that might have food. And yeah. if we learned anything from Battlestar Galactica, you need food on your cross-the-universe journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it helps to feed your populace if you have humans on board. And so uh, Nova, they're going to send Nova on a one-person mission. Can you go look for edible plants on the planet B-Land? And she specifically says, okay, but can IQ-9 come with me? Now, given that she just filed a harassment complaint against him, that's mixed signals. Yeah. I, I think that's very unfair to IQ-9. How uh, is he even supposed to know what he's doing is wrong if she keeps picking him for away teams? I mean, sounds like victim blaming. <laughs> Thank you. He's the victim. He's the real victim here. Here's the thing. If you're uh, going on to a... Guys, you know, check like out a- MRA, my side oh, men's rights uh, website that I've been working on I, on the side. I hate you so much. <laughs> Ray and I are sitting on the same couch, and Guys, I've never been angrier. To be fair, Ray is sitting. You are lounging I, like an empress. I, Correct. I, Nothing I, wrong with that, mind you. If that's what the couch is for. If you guys are familiar with Hedonism Bot from Futurama... <laughs> Eileen's been doing a full body impression this entire time. It's great, and I think it's enhancing my podcasting experience. <laughs> well, that's no, for sure. I just feel bad that I didn't provide grapes for you. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but... Eileen, uh, how, how do you feel about this podcast? I regret nothing. <laughs> I do have Rice Krispie treats. If what? Well, that's burying the lead right there. Listeners, uh, things just got real exciting for old stepmommy Eileen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. If you're if if you're gonna get sent down to an alien planet and it's gonna be a team of two, what are you gonna bring a pilot with you? You're bring the like rock a with you, sexy obviously. Pilot or whatever. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm. You're gonna bring the damn robot who has the machinery to be able to tell if something's. But not after not. he's been flipping your dress up twice in the last twenty minutes. Uh, but also he's a giant robot on. Tra- he's like a it tank. Helps. Yeah. So you know. Well, they 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 it's get problem, they but... they're they're on the way traveling to the planet, and mm. he is the co-pilot in the R two D two kind of mode, but he's sitting in the back seat, which is weird. And then she's piloting, and then he busts out with uh, uh, this: "I love you, Nova. Will you marry me?" What? <laughs> Just absolutely fuck fuck everything, and immediately she freaks out over the question and just crashes the ship. I mean, hold on. I would do the same. Hold on, Eileen. Yes. I love you, Eileen. Will you marry me? No, crash! <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. that checks out. Checks out. That is not the way to. That's not the way to uh, propose to a lady. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess there are. No, there's nothing weirder than knowing you're up barking on the away team. But you chose the robot who's been sexually harassing you. Did you think he was going to stop sexually harassing you now that it's just the two of you? Well, here, here's the thing. Like she doesn't. She doesn't know. All, all she has is is behavior, which seems odd, but he's a fucking robot. Yep. So you're not going to expect that sort of thing. Bad job, her friends, because somebody's before. Hey, uh, Nova, can I pull you aside real quick before you go on this away team? Yeah, he's saying some weird shit in the sauna. And don't <laughs> ask me why there's a robot in the sauna, but we were hanging out there. Uh, he's been. Yeah, maybe you want to pick if, if you can get Dwayne the Rock Johnson, get him instead. Why do or you think a- Dwayne the Rock Johnson is an option? He's always, not even. He hasn't even born yet. For fuck's sake! Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is eternal, sir. He has always been. <laughs> Thank you. That's true. And I think about Scorpion King. He has been around since Egypt. Thank you. Ancient Egypt. Uh, so, and then she blames the robot for her crashing. And I'm sorry. Yes, that was weird and off-putting. But she was the only person piloting that plane, and it's not like he put his foot on the brakes or anything. I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm going full MRA on this episode. This was not the robot's fault. Yes, he led to it, but take some responsibility for your bad piloting. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. 
That's all I'm going to say, guys. Why isn't there White History Month? <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> uh, ladies, if you want uh, tips and tricks on how to uh, politely turn down a robot's advances, Thank just you. as a quick reminder, I am the world's greatest sex and relationship expert. Oh, that's right. Tweet me your questions. Hold, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. I love you, Eileen. Will you marry me? Uh, crash! See, it's what? the only oh. way to do it. Oh, it's the only way out of the situation. Now gonna, there's a deal. I okay. thought you were going to offer some helpful advice. Okay, sorry, sorry. The, uh, 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 you, you're flying a plane, okay? Flying we're a plane. over. We're over an alien planet. We okay. don't know what could be down there. Could be anything. Mm-hmm. Edible plants. Could be edible plants. Could be hideous bee monsters. Could be bee creatures. No, no, no. Uh, I love you, Eileen. Will you marry me? I just want to be friends. Crash! <laughs> But okay, the crash. That makes sense. Now I understand that, that the crash is the out of the awkward moment. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. there so many times in the past, and I wished that I would have just crashed. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal: uh, I take everything back. That holds up. Whoa, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. she doesn't actually have to answer the question, and yep. then and he'll freak out, and you know, because again, he's a super strong robot. Uh, and later on in the episode, we find out like he's yeah he he could tear her apart with mm-hmm. his claws. Oh, without question. There's nothing she could do about it. So uh, I will be honest. Uh, there have been times when I've, you know, uh, 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 professed my feelings towards women. Had it go completely south, and I wish Nova and IQ Nine would have just crashed into my apartment to save me the trouble of the continued phone call. <laughs> so uh, here's the deal: uh, everything I said was wrong, guys. Uh, we don't need a White History Month. <laughs> uh, it turns out the other eleven months are White History Month. Who knew? GI <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. あの今足き宇宙戦艦ヤマト二一九九追憶の航海がブルーレイ＆DVDとなって十一月二十一日発売。偉大なる我が大河ミラスよ。貴様の弱小テロンの組織解説をはじめ特典盛りだくさんまさ
further. Of course it did. More offensive. So kind of knowing that um, the studio would be like, no, pull it back. So what we got is clearly a reference to like, oh, without without, you know. Uh, crossing the line, yeah. and, appa- and weirdly, it made it into the American version, which is uh, yeah. Think the first thing they would cut, and this is where we get introduced to the B people. <laughs> the B people, they are they are B people, mm-hmm. and they live in a hive. As as you do, like because that's what B people would live mm-hmm. in a hive. Okay, so Nanova jumps into a giant hole in the ground and loses uh, c- c- communication with uh, the ship. So she has now disappeared off the face of the earth as far as the ship goes. Face of the space. Which is around the time I asked myself, don't they have to make up 148,000 light years in one human year? Mm-hmm. They don't have time for this. Leave her behind. Mm-hmm. One less person you have to feed. But it's the girl. Ghost. Oh, wait. That's you, Ray. That's me. I'm a ghost. We established that. Guys, I don't think any of that actually made the show. It turns out I've been dead for five years. Yep. So, and no one told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mic doesn't work. So at the end of this episode, I'm just going to literally uh, like Thanos out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my God. Thanos is... out. Is that what the people call it these days? That is not what the people call it these days. Mm-hmm. I call it these days. You're not people, as previously established. I'm so upset you're on my lounge couch. <laughs> <laughs> so they get captured by B people in the tunnel immediately. And uh, okay, okay, guys. There's a there's a design choice with the B people. I have to bring up because I noticed it at first, and I was just like, "Well, that's probably I don't even know." But then it it's kept getting worse and worse as the episode progressed. All the B people have giant boobs, mm-hmm. <laughs> massive boobs that are just hanging out, but that have been colorized differently, so that way it's supposed to be like armor, but it's very clearly. Every B person has giant boobs. And definitely uh, bigger than a B cup, which <laughs> is the pun that they should have gone with. God damn it. That's that's pretty impressive. Thank uh, you. My hat's off to you, Bad. Thank, that thank was you. quality. Missed opportunity, Star Blazers. Mm-hmm. Guys, build me a time machine. I'll go back. I will write <laughs> for Star Blazers. <laughs> I will make the theme song 35 minutes long. <laughs> For a 30 minute show. For a 30 minute show. Don't worry. We'll figure out how that works out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, just, there's five minutes to go. You have to catch the rest of it on YouTube. Yep. Yes, which definitely That's existed in 1975. That's yep. how it works for the modern I'm also going to invent YouTube, too. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to be so rich, and that's how I afford all my Jay Leno cars. <laughs> my yeah, I don't know. It was just, uh, uh, we introduced to him, like, huh, those bees look like they have giant boobs. Oh, well, it probably won't be. A th-. And then, like, as the episode is, like, ending, it's like, no, those bees all have giant boobs. Mm-hmm. What is happening right now in my life? They're all queens. <laughs> Not touching it. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> so we find out that, okay, we find out that there are bee slaves all over this planet. Mm-hmm. And we find out the queen, whose name is Queen Melina, yep. has sold out her planet to the Gamelons. Uh, interestingly, uh, this is another big thing that got cut out. Uh, they're making something that looks like, you know, honey, whatever. They're yeah. turning the, the wheel from Conan the Barbarian and cranking yeah. it on. Yeah. And, and, can we, real quick, uh, there are slaves turning this giant wheel, and they have ankle, ball, and chains on every single one of these slaves. Mm-hmm. I would think if you want them to work efficiently, you take away the thing impeding them from doing the job you need them to do. Uh, this is Evil Overlord 101, everybody. 
Yeah, well, she's yeah, clearly she's a novice. You chain Being them to the machine. You don't make them immobile <laughs> if you want them to walk and turn the machine. I'm sorry. Uh, that's my rant. Sorry, Chan. Keep going. So <sighs> that upset me a lot. Uh, in the Japanese version, there's a scene of them taking uh, B prisoners and chucking them in the machine oh. and grinding them up to make that stuff. Oh, oh that that changes everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's metal as fuck. Yeah, here's the deal. Now I'm on her side. I wasn't on her side before, but now I'm just like, yeah, into it. Yeah, I'm team queen. Team Melina. <laughs> team queen. So, yeah, so she sold out the planet to the Gamelons, and the, the, our heroes, uh, Nova and IQ9, got kidnapped by the Rebellion. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm glad that somebody in, like, a third-person exposition explained that. Ooh, that was... Because... We've never gotten it from contextual clues whatsoever. (laughs) That info dub was amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, apparently it was also the same in uh, Japanese. So it wasn't like they were explaining it along the way, so it felt organic, whatever. It was like, no, no, we've got, like, 12 minutes of story, and we've got 30 seconds to do it in. Uh, Give it to the robot. Hey, robot, what's happening? All right, I've deduced from <laughs> yeah. wind patterns and which is strange shifting because not only does he understand, does the robot IQ nine understand that they they they've been sold out by the queen of the planet? He knows her name somehow, yeah. and that's just like this is Benedict Cumberbatch level stuff right here. How did you deduce that from this cave where there is nothing to see? Yeah, I just I don't want to say it's sloppy writing. I'll, no. s- I'll say it's go ahead and say it's sloppy. Feel, writing. Uh, feel free in multiple languages. It's sloppy writing. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things here that just yeah, that just I, I just left myself scratching my head being like, that's fine if you want to establish that is where we are. But it literally makes no sense based on anything that's happened up to this point that any of this would 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 fly. Mm-hmm. And not in a fun way. <laughs> hey, man. Five-year-old me was into this. Oh, I mean, fair enough. Hey, um, once again, think about that theme song. Ba, 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 I'm back on board, guys. Exactly, I'm back on board. Exactly, I did appreciate the scene where the leader of the Gamelons is talking to Queen Melina, and she's like, "Yo, I'm I, I I could I could produce more, but I got this old man in this rebellion gumming up the works." At which point, uh, can we just go ahead and just play it? Because uh, the the response from the Gamelon leader, I was kind of like pumping my fist a little bit, being like, "Yeah, Queen, what should I do, Queen Melina? That is your problem." If you need our help to control your own people, we may have to send someone to rule in your place. And here's the deal, 100% legit. Mm-hmm. If she if you're not actually the queen of this planet and can keep keep it down, then we're just going to come over and go full banana republic takeover on you. That's fine. I that was my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> As it went down, because it made sense, and maybe that's why I liked it so much. In a sea of nonsense, of just pure malarkey of this episode, where just no motivations are clear, you have to spoon-feed me what's going on because no one's going to show it to me. No one's going to have it appear organically on my screen. This one moment was pure. This one moment held up. Thank you, Star Blazers. Thank you, this moment. Fair enough. A very passionate speech. I got into this episode, guys. Wow. Because right around this point of the episode, I started really liking what I was seeing on screen. 
<laughs> this show turned me. And I don't know exactly. Maybe that's when it happened. Maybe it was a slower burn than that up to this point. I left this episode wanting to see more Star Blazers. There, I mean, here, here's the thing. Uh, does it hold up? Eh, questionable. Are there really cool bits in it that yes. kind of uh, hook you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's face it. I'll say right now, Robotech is infinitely superior to Star Blazers, no based question. on what I have seen of both. Yes. And that is all first season Robotech and one episode of this. There's just so much more going on. We get asked a lot, are you going to do Robotech? And I kind of don't want to. Because it's magical, and I don't, and I want to remember it that way. It's going to be one of those things like Batman, where like, okay, well, yeah, this was really good. Okay, and this was also really good. Here's well, a good, that's the episode. Here's a good use of foreshadowing they did for the later event that would happen. Yeah. Yep, yep, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Not as fun an episode, I don't know. I don't know. We can stick in more uh, me talking about sex and relationship advice. Right. <laughs> like Coleman. a lot of a lot of a lot of time. Yeah, Townsend Coleman. Yep. A lot of time to get distracted by plot and like bits, but mm. really, I just want to help people. With I mean, their, with their sex lives. All right. So, from IQ 9s perspective, <laughs> yeah. How does he broach the subject of um, uh, uh, human female male robot relations? Um, you know. He shouldn't even worry about that. He should focus on himself. Maybe take like a, I like, mean, a like a Pilates class. Dude is can you, stronger can you, than anybody on the ship. Can, can you do smarter Pilates, than anybody? Can you on the do ship? Pilates with tread legs? Is that a thing that is real? Based on my knowledge of Pilates, that seems like it'd be very hard. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you fat shaming IQ nine? No. Are you saying that I'm he's saying that too endorphins budgy? and like focusing on yourself can help you, and once you become a whole person, that's when the relationships come. Can I in. say that guy could lose a couple tons though? Just wow. to be fair. I'm wow. wow. I'll put it out there. No, this is not put it out there. Wow. Take that IQ9. Your day in the sun is over. Mm-hmm. IQ9, uh, maybe take a cooking class. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'll put a little chef hat on him. It'd be adorable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like she's just being racist. Uh, also, she's sort of got a thing for this pilot, yeah. Derek Wildstar. Does she have a boyfriend on the um, ship already? Uh, I, I don't think they're boyfriend and girlfriend. That's kind of not the way these things work. It's sort of like... Are, a, are they a will they, won't they? Kind of, yeah. Mm, my favorite. Uh, oh, so she's on a break, so IQ9 is just like working its way in. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. It's parking up the wrong tree. So this is when the Star Blazers uh, mothership decides they want to get involved. The Argo. They Ooh. see a Gamelon rocket tanker approaching the planet. They're sort of there to load up on sweet, sweet bee juice. Yep. And so they decide, we're going to shoot it. And now, again, the logic of this, they shoot it with delayed action rockets because what was the reason why they couldn't just blow it up where it was? Um, Yeah, this is a weird, this is one of those weird things that got added in translation. And even the original version doesn't make it too clear what happened. They seem to indicate that they don't want to blow it up where it is because it will damage something around it from the explosion. Well, yeah, what they're saying is like it's too close to the uh, uh, the mothership, the Argo. So, okay, like don't you know, like put delayed rockets in it so it'll blow up farther away. So uh, if, if it's if it's gonna if you blow it up and the explosion is so powerful that from an extreme distance another spaceship that's got armor and shields mm-hmm. would be affected by it. Mm-hmm. So you blow it up on the planet's surface instead where your friends are right next to it? Atmosphere and things. No problem. uh, Yeah, the weird thing is in the original version... Like they, there's, there's none of this delayed action rocket business. They just attack it. It, it, it doesn't destroy it. That gets down to the planet, and then 
something happened inside. So like the doors, they it lands. The doors open up. A couple of the Gamelon pilots like stumble out and then keel over. Okay, and then the whole ship blows up. That makes a thousand times more sense. It than makes the no, plan. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make no, any sense. It at all. does because they at least tried to blow it up. They weren't pretending like they wanted to blow it up at a later time for their own protection. Like if they just shoot it, but they only have so many missiles on the the, the craft that they send out, and it's enough to weaken it, hit an internal system, and then later blow it up. At least they tried to blow it up. I'm fine with that plot point completely. What what was given me here was, as I believe I've said before, malarkey. Yeah, it was it was bunk. Delayed action rockets. Yeah. So they're rockets you shoot into the hull of the uh-huh. ship, which still create explosions, mm-hmm. but then don't blow up till later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seems legit. Mm. Like a windowless van offering free candy. I'm on board. <laughs> Are Moving you forward. driving that van? Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, okay. So IQ-9 is now... Uh, 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 she, uh, Nova refers to him as just scrap metal. He says, you know, if, if I die, I'm human. I'm going to die. But if you die, you'll just be scrap metal. They'll turn you into a toaster or some shit. Which maybe, you know, if he has feelings, maybe not the best way to... <laughs> Maybe not the best way to have a conversation with him. Well, she's trying to friend zone him, which, okay. you know, not 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 the best tactic. I would never do it myself. But, you know, when you, you're in panic mode and you're <laughs> prisoners to be people, you don't make the best decisions. That's fair. That's when the adrenaline starts building up. Mm-hmm. And I honestly was surprised she didn't fuck him. Can I just put it out there? Because I really thought that's where this this scene was going somehow. Was like, well, we're we're captured by the alien bee people. It's clear they're going to kill us. Uh, interestingly, I'm gonna have Japanese, that robot dick in the Japanese version. She totally does. No way. What? What? No. You, I want that. She'd no. have to be on top. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, he's got attachments. He'll be, they'll be fine. It'll work out. She'll be like, IQ9, download into me. She's just going to hop on top of him. He's going to start vibrating like a washing machine. It would probably be really hot if you can get over, you know, you get over his weight. It would be really, really hot. Pilates. All of this, all this, you people. I'm in a mood today. I'm in in a terrible, I'm a terrible person and I'm letting it out today. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, okay, so uh, IQ nine gives a really weird and uh, there's a really weird and there's a creepy speech that happens. That's all I wrote down. Now that I'm thinking a about creepy it, creepy speech. It's creepy as hell. He's talking about his humanity. No, this and is how weird. everyone treats him yeah, like a fucking toaster. He's creepy. This is basically like some Cylons from uh, Battlestar Galactica shit right here. Like, like no. what is the nature of humanity? No, that's a great speech. Not what he says. Can we hear a little bit of this? Because it, it weirdly, yes. I'm made of metal, and I'm strong. I will fight to protect you, and if I'm destroyed, and only scrap metal is left, well, it once held a heart. No, that's weird. Coming on, too strong. Weird, yeah. Look, if I die, just know that I was, I was a man. <laughs> you know what? Once was. a man. Yeah. Uh, here's a great callback. Um. But all of a sudden, he gives her this weird creepo speech, and now she's into him. Like she's all like on, she's all like uh, hugging him and being like, "You're my hero." And then, is this just because I, uh, I humanize like robots that. too much? I'm generally on the side of robots in a robot in any human versus robot discussion. It's fine. That's fair. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I like me some robots too. Don't even get me wrong. Except those those creepy uncanny valley ones that are like going to take our souls. 
and murder everybody. The ones was well, that one that's just like the torso of the woman, like what they did on a Silicon Valley this last season, based on that like real one where it's like a bald lady with like a face that works and it's Ooh, creepy. I don't care for that. Oh yeah, no, it was it was it was not friendly. I'm not on the side of that robot. Are are you concerned that uh, she's going to come on to me? Yes, you're going to mistake IQ nine for a human being. Is that you're looking at? It, you're like, yeah, I could. That's mm, too close. Too close. Guys, it's a weird time. Like to if that it. was in a Pilates class, I wouldn't know what to do with that. I, I have feelings for IQ nine. Wow, you're on the reformer in Pilates class, but then your sexuality got reformed. Oh, yeah. reformers are uh, things in Pilates. That's <laughs> the Pilates reference. Stretching your uh, your sexual horizons. Uh huh. Guys, stretch a Pilates, right? Is that a thing? That's um. Yeah, uh, no, nope, okay, nope, we're stretching this bit. Um. <laughs> Guys, let's move on to Act Three. The old man, uh, the old man who's running the resistance, now is going to uh, uh, confront the queen, who's basically like, "Oh, our friends, the tanker is here to take our bee juice." And I guess the queen could have a completely justified reasoning and being like, "Look, they were going to kill everybody if I didn't enslave a few of us and give them bee juice. So at least we still have our our in theory freedom." But she doesn't. She's just evil. She's just a bad person with no motivation. Um. In the Japanese version, she turns around and uses that gun on the old man. That's fucking what it blows him away. That's the only way that could pause this scene yep. should end. Yep, yep. Thank you, because I was waiting for it the whole time. Mm-hmm. God bless America. That mm-hmm. makes so much more sense. USA, to me. USA. <laughs> so to set the scene, the old man riles up the crowd against her, and she has only a handful of guards at the bottom of some grand staircase where she's telling what's going to happen. The old man, like comes up with this like massive like anti-artillery rifle like it's crazy this giant cannon that he essentially comes up with on like a rickety ass wagon made of wood or something like it's that it's weird like, what is that it's like a super future High cannon tech weapon on a, on a freaking on a radio wagon yeah a radio flyer wagon yeah on on, a, on something you'd find in skyrim i mean it's just it's mostly <laughs> upsetting and so she so instead of just shooting the tanker himself he says queen if you really are on our side and not betraying us to the Gamelons, I want you to shoot this tanker and prove your loyalty to us. At which point she starts sweating like, oh, I don't want to do it. And then she stops and goes, like I was really going to do it. And then they turn their guns on the people and she and 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 nothing really happens. Yeah. But the idea that she shoots the old man is like, why would you give her that gun and then stand in front of it? Like, that's sort of on you, old man. Yeah. Bad job. Mm-hmm. Bad job, resistance leader. Uh, he's a B. What are you going to do? I Maybe mean, not. fair yeah, enough. He's, and he's got huge boobs. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. It's just, everything about this is upsetting. And then there's a big fake out because even though she didn't shoot at it, it blows up anyway. Yeah. So if our story is complete of it, our, our spaceship in, in spaceship distance is too close to blow it up here. The fact that Nova and IQ-9 are standing literally right next to the ship when it explodes on the planet's surface. Mm-hmm. And they're fine. Yeah. Everybody's fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. That plot point is forgotten nearly immediately. Think about that theme song, though. We're off to outer space. space. We're leaving <laughs> Mother Earth. Like, literally. <laughs> but then, okay, but literally... <laughs> Right in, in, in the 30 seconds of wrap up, the Star Blazers land on the planet. They somehow, uh, even though like they're getting attacked by the resistance, who see them as the same as Gamelons, 
yep. somehow through this violent death battle, they are able to explain the entire premise of the show, and now they're on our side, so they've given us bee juice to take with us. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're here and leave the earth. I mean, literally, we get another exposition dump. That makes no goddamn sense anywhere. But theme songs, we're all good. And somehow I'm still on board. Maybe it's because the theme song happened. Yep. I immediately was like, I would watch another episode of exactly. Star Blazers That's right now. That's why they leave you with that. So you leave with a good taste in your mouth. And they let us know only 267 days left, everybody. Mm-hmm. To travel 148,000. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. I don't it's know how doable. They did it. It's doable. It's not doable. It's not even close. My they whole, did it. My, they did my it. idea for the end of this episode is that they get back to Earth and it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just been so long in the future that the whole Earth has melted and gone into the sun. No, no. There's still a season two and a season three, guys. That's what I want. We got to save the Earth from the Comet Empire after this, man. Star Blazers, everybody. The masterpiece. Eileen, what did you think of Star Blazers? I loved it so much. That theme song. <laughs> did you? That theme song is all I needed. And <laughs> so you're blinded by the theme song. I'm very blinded by the theme song. Because I was really enamored that it's a 22-minute show that opens with a minute 15 of theme song and ends with another minute 15 of theme song. Uh-huh. Like when, when the second one played, I was like, yeah, they get me. <laughs> How they did this in the year 1975, and Deke did not rip this off completely. <laughs> Later on, like guys, the blueprints already been laid for you. Oh they, no, there are so, there are some cartoons where they do that, but not to begin and and end the show. Maybe not. Deke loves to open with a good minute plus theme song, but Deke never had a theme song this tight. It's true. This is Inspector a ba- Gadget was pretty good. This 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 was a banger. It. This yeah. is a banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good 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 technical industry term, Eileen. I'm all about bangers. <laughs> I know terms and I know everything about sex and relationships. <laughs> tweet at me. Well, what is uh, tweet at me, bro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that that word can be used in both contexts. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. So Chen, did Star Blazers hold up for you? Is it everything you thought it was going to be and more? Will you watch more Star Blazers? Uh, different questions, different answers. Like it, uh, there were parts of it that reminded me why I loved it so much. Does it hold up as an, as an entire piece? Not so much. No. Would I go back and watch, um, I don't know how many friggin' episodes of this thing there are. Well, uh, it's, it's an anime from the seventies. So the answer is roughly a million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, Give or if, take ten more million. If I, I would go back and watch like a half dozen more episodes, maybe. Are you going to go back to episode uh, one and just start rolling it? Uh, you and Egon sitting on the couch, hanging out, <laughs> watching Star Blazers all afternoon. Here's the thing: I would, but there is so much stuff out there. I mean, we still I, we're going to go through all of Robotech before we get to Star Blazers. Wow. Okay. Um, like mm-hmm. uh, we're still cu- we're currently working through Thirty Rock right now, so we've still got a little ways to go with that. Uh, I just bought News Radio on DVD, so we're gonna have to because it's not streaming anywhere, Crazy. and that makes me very angry. Chan, I have a great idea. This is a totally separate aside. Uh, we'll have a, a father and child, and you know people do like a book club. Mm-hmm. We'll do a Robotech episode club. Okay. Weekly, we just come back with our kids. We force them to watch it. <laughs> And then we just talk about Robotech. Uh, both our children are pre-verbal, so I mean, we have to wait a little bit. And uh, of course, this is a podcast. 
Uh, I'll be there as everyone's stepmom. Love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Everyone's evil stepmom, Eileen Mary O'Connell. I didn't say I was evil. Well, you didn't have to. <laughs> it's it implied. was implied. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm the, the stepmom that's like, oh, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, oh, I'm overwhelmed taking care of these kids by myself. <laughs> Guys, that's a sitcom right there. Uh-huh. Amen to it. Uh, guys, do you have any shows coming up or anything? That's basically all I wanted to say about Star Blazers. I started not on board, except for the theme song. And then as the show progressed, I don't know what happened, but I overlooked its its I, the warts. There's a mm. lot of warts, but mm. somehow I was like, there's a couple, like you said, there's a couple little nugs in there. And I was like, I yeah, there's a, there's enough hooks here that I think I could actually watch the show. Uh, once you see that reflex gun go off, like that takes up another notch. That was hot. Yeah. I was in it. <laughs> And had I seen it go off into that resistance leader dude, that would have been straight up. The episode of Dragon Ball Z that won me over was when Vegeta blows up the planet after saving all the people who were enslaved on it. <laughs> like, that's when I went, oh, I love this show. <laughs> had she shot that guy, I would that I, that would have been that moment for me. So I'm Aww. disappointed I was, I was not given it. So sorry. Um, but uh, Eileen, any shows coming up you want to let the people know about? Yeah. I mean, you guys can catch me at the Pack Theater most days out of the week. Uh, I'll just pick a new one every time to promote. <laughs> yeah, you're in like a dozen different I'm shows in, concurrently. Yeah, I am spread very thin. Nah. <laughs> uh, my team, Townies, uh, performs every Tuesday at 8 p.m. at the Pack. And oh, I have a one go. I have a one off. I'm going to perform with Dr. God at the <gasps> Pack Theater. Dr. On- God is a legit powerhouse team hell, some of my favorite people on that team hell yeah and now one of your least favorite people is playing <laughs> me on august 25th oh it was you okay sorry august 25th <laughs> uh also uh if you're listening to this immediately pat con is saturday august 18th oh yeah, nice. uh, yeah, yeah. Are, are you performing? yeah uh townies and fussy are both performing cool uh slack jaws performing uh i'll be running tech for an hour in uh, come uh, uh, see uh, me and the kid. There you We're go. We're gonna be uh, moving You're sliders. Gonna in LA. I'm gonna eat a lot of the uh, food truck food. So come Ooh. watch me be disgusting. Yeah. Because when I'm around food, huh. I, I mean, become a monster. I've seen it. I know. <laughs> Our star blazers. Guys, I'm not doing any shows at PatCon or any other kinds of shows. I'm doing this show and go play um, Octopath Traveler for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I worked on that a little bit, so <laughs> do that. We should be Switch friends. I don't own a Switch. I hate you so much. <laughs> I just work on this. I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> I Guys. offered you to see my avatar. <laughs> I do want to see that for for the record. Uh, guys, send us at Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast at GI Joe Podcast. We interact with a lot of people on Twitter. I think it's a pretty active community, especially after a show drops and everybody likes to tell us like uh 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 all the raging questions that we bring up during the episode. We get a lot of strong opinions. So I, I like to retweet those and be a part of that. And uh, and generally I've forgotten what I said by the time that thing comes out. So people are like, you said you're like, they're responding to something that I said. I'm like, I have no idea what I said. Can I I say one fun thing about that? When people reach out over the stuff we, uh, the episode on Twitter uh, is uh, there are like two or three things I think people are going to talk to us about. And like the things I remember from the episode very vividly as like, these are the, these are the push buttons. These are what people are going to do. And the, instead the people like will pick up on the most small detail, like something somebody said about onion rings or something. So we'll all of a sudden get this, this impassioned <laughs> opinion in favor of onion rings when somebody said they didn't like, and like, that's the thing people draw from it. So, mm-hmm. so first know. off, great job, you guys. 
<laughs> Thank you, because I love that. Uh, but two, yeah, reach out to us at GI Joe Podcast. I love talking about the episodes. I love having you guys talk about the episodes. It 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 really brings me some joy. And at Prez Serpentor with a Z, uh, Serpentor has uh, been named President of the United States in an alternate 2018, and the uh, current world mirrors our own. Wow, crazy. Until then, guys, may your stars be blazing, and may your B people have enormous breasts. Mm-hmm. And have a great day. Bzzz, my boobs. <laughs> Searching for a distant star, heading off to Iskandar, leaving all we love behind. Who knows what dangers we'll find? We must be strong and brave. Our home, we got to save. If we don't, in just one year, Mother Earth will disappear. Fighting with the Gamelons, we won't stop until we've won. Then we'll return, and when we arrive, the Earth will survive with our Star Blazers. That was enough for me to orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I felt the couch move. (laughs) Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming. And we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom trying to get this Game Boy. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god. Traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners.